About one in eight women in the United States will develop breast cancer in her lifetime, so it's really important to have regular screenings because early detection can help save lives. But what exactly do you need to know about these screenings, and what should you do to stay healthy? Let's talk about it with Dr. Janet Baum, the Director of Breast Imaging at Harrington Hospital. This is Healthy Takeout, the podcast from Harrington Hospital. I'm Prakash Chandran. So first of all, Dr. Baum, it seems very obvious, but let's cover why it's so important that women have regular breast screenings. Because if we find something on mammography before it's felt even, it's often smaller and at an earlier stage and more treatable. And with appropriate treatment, 95% of women with early breast cancer never have a recurrence. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And at what age should women begin having these, uh, these breast examinations or uh, mammograms? There's a lot of controversy, but those of us who specialize in breast disease, including surgeons, radiologists, radiation oncologists, and medical oncologists, believe that women should start having annual mammography at 40 every year until approximately 75 And after 75, if they're healthy, they should continue to have them. Um, If a family member has had an early breast cancer, a mother or a sister in particular, um, say at 45, then we recommend that the women start 10 years before that age. Okay, so let's say, uh, for example, my wife's mother had uh, breast cancer at 45. You would then recommend that my wife start getting checked at 35? Correct. Okay, and just in regards to the examination itself, what exactly is a mammogram? It's an x-ray, and as many women who've had them will tell you, it's a little uncomfortable because they put the breast on a plate in two different projections at least and compress it and take an x-ray. There are several different kinds of mammography available today. There's what's called 2D digital mammography, which is a projection through the breast that then goes to a detector that's then displayed on a computer for us to review. And there's also 3D mammography, which is what's called a tomosynthesis exam. And that's where the machine, when you're breast is in compression, the machine moves across and it takes multiple slices through the breast and then there's a program that reconstitutes it for us to be able to review as slices through the breast, which helps remove overlying dense tissue so that you can actually see a mass or distortion and better see masses to define them better. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. And I know that Harrington now offers uh, the 3D mammograms. So maybe talk to us a little bit about the advantages of having uh, a 3D mammogram. Well, there are a number of studies out there that show that 3D mammography reduces the recall rate, which means the rate when you have a screening, you get called back for us to look at an area again, because it gives us better information about some areas and removes the overlying densities so that you can see areas better and say, this is obviously a benign finding. Or we can say, this, there is a finding and we're not sure and we need to bring the patient back and do spot films, which means local compression. Instead of compressing the whole breast, you just compress a small area. Or you may need to do an ultrasound to look at something within the breast. It, the 3D imaging also uh, better demonstrates 
certain types of findings, which we used to have great difficulty, even on 2D digital mammograms, seeing, and that is small focal asymmetries and our areas of distortion, what's called architectural distortion, which show up beautifully on 3D. And sometimes when you look at the accompanying 2D image that's obtained at the same time, you don't see it. And, and how long does um, a mammogram like a 3D one take, for example? Well, what most places, including we are currently doing, is the patient's placed in compression, first from top-bottom, and then from a side angle, but with an angle on it, not straight from the side. And with the top-bottom projection, we take an instantaneous 2D image and then immediately take the 3D image. And with our machines, the patient's in compression for each view of each breast, and there's typically two views for a standard mammogram, for 11 seconds for each view. I see. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious as to, uh, I want to talk about breast health in general, and I'm curious as to what women can do to monitor on their own for, you know, abnormal lumps. Well, women should check their own breasts, and we recommend once a month, and if your woman is still menstruating, she should do it at the end of the menstrual cycle, so about week, the end of week one. Um, and I recommend that they check their breasts. And I tell patients, if you have to, draw a little diagram with a paper, pencil, and ruler and do it with a pencil because the first two, three months you examine your breasts, you're going to feel things that are slightly different and make some notes because every breast, even a breast that's totally fatty, will have some lumps, bumps, bands of tissue. And it's important to know what's normal. And then after that, when you check it just briefly, it'll take just a couple of minutes and you can say, oh, this is a new lump. I need to let my doctor know. Okay. And, you know, I, I want to talk about diet and lifestyle choices. Is there anything that women can do to help prevent the onset of uh, breast cancer when it comes to their diet? Well, <clears throat> we do know that obesity is an increased risk factor. So being at um, an appropriate weight is important, so obviously decreasing calories if you're eating too much. Um, and there's no other definite proof about other diet changes at this point. Okay, and you know, Dr. Baum, I'm sure you see so many women that come in and uh, and get screenings with you. Um, I'm curious as to any patterns that you see or any advice that you've formulated over the years that you wish more women would know before they come in to see you. Well, I, if they do feel a lump or if their doctor or nurse practitioner feels a lump when they're examining them, they should make sure they know where it is so they can tell the technologist because if they have a lump, we try to put a marker on the skin so we can take extra views of that area if we need to right away for those patients that come in for what we call a diagnostic mammogram because they have a lump. All right. So if you are, um, if you are checking yourself uh, every month, which it sounds like you should be after your menstrual cycle, um, then make sure to really identify and pinpoint where you're feeling that. So like you said, your team can go in and really analyze that area to make sure everything's okay. Is that correct? 
correct. And we may do it with mammography alone, mammography and ultrasound if needed. And in some patients, we may go on to doing breast MRI to evaluate lumps before we decide if the patient needs to have a biopsy. And sometimes we may need to tell the patient we, we, well, many times that everything looks good or once in a while we tell them they need a biopsy and most biopsies today are done image guided, which means it's a needle biopsy as an outpatient procedure and it can be done under mammography, ultrasound, or MRI depending on which is the appropriate approach for the lesion and for the given patient. All right, Dr. Baum, really fascinating to hear about all this uh, technology uh, to help monitor this and, and detect things early. So really appreciate your time today. That's Dr. Janet Baum, the Director of Breast Imaging at Harrington Hospital. Thanks for checking out this episode of Healthy Takeout. Head to harringtonhospital.org to get connected with Dr. Baum or another provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. 